up, squad? It's Maddie, aka Mads Tads on Instagram, as some of you probably know me better that way. I'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so I can take you outside the four walls that is SoulCycle and into the world beyond the bike. Former Hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at SoulCycle, I'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where I am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves. Stick around. It's going to be a wild ride. This is Mads Tad's Beyond the Bike. In case you were wondering what kind of morning we're having over here, I was just screaming in my apartment because I couldn't figure out how to, why the sound sounded like shit. And then I realized that the microphone wasn't plugged in and my voice was indeed going through the Bluetooth headphones. So yes, here we are one year later. I started the podcast literally one year ago to the day, November 15th. Episode one, the true soul cycle story. The real Hollywood story of Mads Tads becoming a soul cycle instructor. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's cool. If you've been listening for a while, I truly can't thank you enough. I love you time. I love you 3000 because there is no me without you. And it's really funny because this is, this seems to be the theme for this week. It's like, how do I grow? How do I scale? How do I build that business? How do I start that podcast? How do I chase that job or chase that thing or do this? And the best advice that I could give, and it's not sexy and it's not super complicated or an abracadabra thing, but it's just start. Just start. That's it. And I've said this before, but if your final product or the first draft or whatever initial copy of that said thing you're chasing is pretty perfect, then you waited too long to start. It should be messy and it should be crazy and you should fuck up and you will get the sound wrong and you'll probably want to throw your MacBook across the room and you will buy the wrong ring light and have to try to like battle it out on Amazon or whatever you use to try to get your money back because you want a different ring light or whatever it is. But it is, that is all part of it. It's all part of the game. It's how to, it's, it's, we're playing and it's either you want to get in the game of life and you want to play, or you're just going to sit on the sidelines and talk about and theorize about playing the game. You know, uh, I forgot what I was just listening to recently and they were talking about that. Oh, it was, it was my girlfriend from LA. She posted a story of like, I'd so much rather walk with somebody who's been through something or can speak to a situation from firsthand experience rather than someone who's just read about it in a book and is trying to teach you from that place. And like Sarah said last week, it's the, I teach through my life experiences. It's the life experience that, that is, that makes it all worth it. I don't really have a subject for this week because, you know, after all this time being cooped up and, and, and all the motivation and all the sparkle and all the inspiration, and I'm just like, what, what can I give? What can I give this week? You know? And I think that it's just, it's that just start the myriad of questions that I receive on a weekly basis of how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I grow my classes? How do I 
to start. Start with something. Start in some direction. Start with a book. Start with a new podcast. Start with a new workout. Start with a, like literally just start and and just start accumulating experiences and checking out new different things and what works and what doesn't it's it's the it's the exercise i talk about in my own coaching program of hell yes or hell no and the only way you can figure out what your absolute hell yeses are in life is in actuality and to figure out what your hell no's are I didn't realize that I didn't want to work in the entertainment industry until I experienced how fucking awful it is. And then from a firsthand experience and having like my Hollywood dreams pretty much shattered to smithereens, I was like, all right, F that. That is awful. And if I have to spend the next 20 years of my life going to get someone's lunch, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. You know? You feel me on that? So... It really is an accumulation of life experiences and figuring out who you are. You know, I joke about new instructors and fitness and things like that. And I get quite so many questions about fitness and, and there's so, there's so many different levels and so many, like when people ask me about nutrition, I'm like, I am not a nutritionist. I go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning. Y'all know that. Um, so it's just kind of like you got to know your lane and then you got to kind of try to hone in on, on the lane and, and tighten it up. <laughs> like when you first start out as an instructor, you don't know who the hell you are. It's just like when you first start out at any job, you don't know who you are and you start to gain a little sense of certainty and clarity and who you are and a little bit of like more pep in your step and like a little bit more like swagger, if you will, by by experience. It's just experience. It's just knowledge. It's just like accumulating life experiences and life knowledge. That's why it's like you could think you're the smartest person in the world and graduate with all these degrees and other shit, but when you graduate college, it's just like such bullshit because the real learning begins post-college when you're a quote unquote actual adult. I don't feel like I've even feel like adult now at 32 sometimes, but the transformation from like 23 to 30 is bananas and pajamas. And I can only imagine what the transformation from 30 to 40, from 40 to 50 looks like. I forget what podcast I was listening. It was Brene Brown interviewing someone and they were talking about how they love, like the 50s is their best version of them. It might be Brene for shit's sake. Um, that their 50s is their best version of them. And I'm like, holy crap, like mad stats in 20 years? Who the hell knows? Probably on an island or, you know, dancing around a fire and, and singing Kumbaya. I have no idea. I used to hate that question when I would get asked that in interviews. And now it's pretty comical. I don't think anybody's going to be asking, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Post-COVID interview questions, I feel like are going to look a hell of a lot different than the silly shit we used to get asked in interviews pre-COVID. Am I right? Yeah, that's So coming to you live from my living room a year later, and here is what I can say from the experiential side of starting a podcast, starting a coaching business starting anything is you have to embrace the suck. And what I mean by that is 
did I just almost throw my computer across the room because I couldn't figure out that the mic wasn't plugged in or whatever? Yes. Is everything Googleable? Yes. So sometimes it just requires us to take a step back and be like, all right, I want to do this. We have Google. I mean, you can literally figure out how to do anything on YouTube. I figured out how to relight a pilot switch or a pilot gas. I don't know if that was safe of me, but I remember, and this was years ago when I lived in my apartment in LA, like the heat went out and I was like, how to relight pilot, like da, 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 da. Now it's like, how do I apply the perfect like contour to my face? How do I start a podcast? If you literally Google in, how do I start a podcast? There are videos that literally step-by-step show you how to start a podcast. There are literally thousands of tutorials out there to help you at least like put one foot in the right direction. And then it really comes down to you being a little gritty, being a little scrappy, and being consistent when you don't want to show up and you don't want to talk and you don't want to do it. Like it is so easy to skip. It, It would be so so freaking easy to just have skipped this week of the podcast because to be honest I don't really have that much to talk about like we're trucking we're showing up we're riding bikes in parking lots it's 30 degrees out whatever let's fucking go and 99% of the time I'd say I have a great attitude and I want to stay positive because I feel like I have to do that for the people who look to me to be that ray of sunshine now am I always sunshine Sally no But I'm not going to broadcast it because that's not going to do anything great for anybody. But what I do have to say is you're not alone in feeling however you're feeling. We're all feeling it. Every time I have a conversation with anybody on Newberry, out on the street, over the phone, my friends in LA, my friends in Texas, my friends Chicago, wherever all over the country, everybody feels the exact same way. We got to just keep trucking. Okay. We got a little off track. So one. Embrace the suck. What a great concept for 2020 because we're just getting, we're just like, I feel like I'm Mario and Bowser just keeps leveling the fuck up in 2020. And yet here we are and we're doing all the things and we're, honestly, we're doing awesome. We're doing awesome. We're doing the best we can with what we have and that is truly all we can ask for. Now, Embracing the suck, a lot of that is just having is staying lighthearted and keeping good spirits and having a good attitude through it. And and that goes back to what I just said. Like at any given moment, I feel like everything's burning down, but I don't play into it because I know if I just have a bad attitude as well, the whole damn thing, the whole damn ship is gonna sink. So I do everything that I can in my power to keep my positivity up. What does that look like for me? Um, most recently what that looks like for me is I acquired a Nintendo Switch for my awesome friends at Nintendo and I started playing Mario Kart again. I don't think I've played that for like a decade. And one night I played it for like three hours. I played with my boyfriend. It's fun. It's interactive. We laugh. We're competitive. We're running around the, the living room. And I was like, shit, should I be working? Should I be pushing harder? Should I be doing something? Because Everything from my past life is go, 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 claw, 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 grind, grind, grind. If you're not working every single second of every freaking day, you're not leveling up. And right now, the the season that I am in is like, find the joy, find the fun, find whatever it's going to be to pump you up so you can go out there and do twice the amount of work in half the amount of time because you're so, so jazzed and so juicy to show up. 
rather than having to put in extra work because you feel like dog shit, right? So that was a cool realization the other night. I was like, I'm actually having fun and it's not related to work or anything and I'm having a good time and I honestly can't tell you the last time I did that. Pre-Nintendo, I've been going horseback riding with a girlfriend of mine who teaches at a barn in New Hampshire and, and it's awesome. I literally met her in my class because I was talking about horses one day when we were running out of the saddle or something crazy. I was talking about like cantering and loping and like all these very technical horse terms. And her name's Olivia. She came up to me and she was like, um, I teach at a barn if you ever want to come ride. And I was like, hell yes, I do. So that's been really fun. And just trying to find things outside the norm and get outside and literally go find that weird waterfall hike that's in Tully, Tully Lake. I don't even know what state I was in. New Hampshire? I think New Hampshire. Just getting out totally outside of what you would normally do. For me, it's always looked like work. I don't know what it's like to not work 14 hour days. I don't know what it's like to not wake up at 6 a.m. and work literally until my eyes close and my head hits the pillow at 11 p.m. That's never been a reality for me until probably, if I'm being completely honest this year, which is so insane. It's the first time in my life I feel like I haven't I've pulled back, but I've pulled back on the time consumption, like the the long draining hours, and I've just been more purposeful with the time that I do work. Whereas before, I just feel like I, I don't know, I wasn't doing it right. I wasn't doing it right. Again, this is life. This is like the lessons of... Figuring it out, experiential learning. I have experienced burnout and all the badlands and all the bullshit too many times to allow myself to go there again. And I mean, I probably will because I'm a freaking human being, but I'm going to do everything I can to stay the hell away from it. Another thing I was thinking of, so we have like embracing the suck and experiential learning and you can really only, my favorite quote in the whole wide world, I say this all the time, is the Steve Jobs quote, you cannot connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking back. Ooh, it's so good. And it's just like, even just now when I was listening to the intro to this podcast and I was talking to my dad about this. The intro to this podcast makes me cringe. It's, I, my voice makes me cringe. What I say makes me cringe. I cannot stand it. And that's, that's, want to know what that is? That's awesome. Because a year ago, I wouldn't have said that. And if you can't look back on a version of yourself a year, if the version of you a year ago doesn't make you wince and kind of be like, oh, and want to crawl out of your skin a little bit, then that's not a good sign <laughs> because I constantly want to be leveling up. And in order for me to level up, of course, I'm going to look back at a version of me that I thought was so good a year ago and be like, nah, girl, you were not there. And that's exactly how I feel even listening to this intro. I'm like, the whole podcast needs a facelift. And gosh, I'm so excited to do that. And because I am different now than I was a year ago. And I don't really care so much about the LA story anymore. Now we're on a different story and a different path. And 
we're in Boston and we're surviving COVID. And it's just like, it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is if, if your rough draft versions and old videos and old coaching programs and old exercise modules and old whatever don't make you cringe, you waited again, you waited too long to start. You wanted it to be so perfect that you held back for too long and you might even be sitting at home right now and have all these ideas and all these things you want to do and you're so freaking scared to do them and not have them be perfect, but that is part of the secret sauce. Like you have to be imperfect and you have to screw up and they have to look awful and the audio has to be shit because how else will you start? Just start, just go, just dive. You know, I'm listening to Rachel Hollis's Didn't See That Coming audiobook right now. I'm a huge fan, and I know people go back and forth about how they feel about her. Listen, I'm obsessed, so I don't know. Think of it what you will. I freaking love Rachel Hollis. And she says something in the book, and I don't know, this quote can, you know, whenever you hear a quote, it can mean a million different things. People can be different places in their lives, whatever. But for me, this is what this quote meant to me. She was talking, I don't remember what she was talking about, but she said, if you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. And I was driving and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Because to me, that signifies if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to go big, if I'm going to go skydiving, if I'm going to jump off this cliff, I'm not going to like do a little pencil dive. I'm going to run and I'm going to fling myself off the cliff. I'm not going to touch my big toe into the pool. I'm going to go to the high dive and cannonball off. Like that's what the quote embodies for me. Like if you're going to eat shit, just don't nibble. Like go big or go home. That's basically what it said to me in that moment. And I absolutely love it and resonated with it so deeply because if you're gonna lo- if you're gonna fuck up, if you're gonna look ridiculous, if people are gonna make fun of you no matter what, why not be the biggest, fullest, best, rough draft version of you or whatever that you possibly can be? Why half-ass it if 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 the repercussions are gonna be the same? You know, I and I let y'all know I'm the biggest Abby Wambach fan, and I love sports and things like that. It's like if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if it's the end of the game and you're gonna throw the hail mary, don't like, don't hold back at the end of like the snap. Like go, like, I don't know, I don't know football, I don't know what I'm saying, but you know what I mean. Like don't have to ask it. Like all in, go all in, lean in even more than you normally would. If you if you think you even have a sliver of and maybe like, don't even think you're going to fail. Like take that one step further. I'm not going to nibble. I'm going to take a full fucking bite because I'm going to crush this. Like don't go into it thinking you're automatically going to lose, but that's what I like that. Like if we're just going to, if we're going to eat shit, like don't nibble, like go all in, dive off the cliff, high dive that shit, throw the hail Mary, like whatever. Um, and I love that. Like You're going to have to learn either way. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall down. The failure is inevitable. It's what you do with the failure and falling down is inevitable. And do you have what it takes to get back up and go again, 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 and, and, and. So I don't know if that really makes any sense of anything or whatever I'm trying to get out. 
on this fine, fine November 16th, one year and one day from when I originally birthed this beautiful little podcast and we're up to almost 100,000 downloads and just so awesome. I could not be more excited to see, I can't be more excited to see where it goes. I don't know. I I started this on a whim. I literally went on Amazon. I bought a mic and I was like, listen, I know that I want to touch more than the lives of 60 people 45 minutes out of the day. So let's freaking go. And the rest is really, um, is really just unfolding and, and we'll see where this beautiful, magical ride, roller coaster ride takes us in the future. But bottom line, start now. Don't wait. Time is not your friend. Do it now. Do it scared. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Go all in. That is all I have for y'all today. I'm so excited that you tuned in, that you listened. I hope you got something out of it. Remember, follow me on Instagram, check out my website, get in contact with me. I want to hear from you. Know me without you. We end the same way every week and exactly how I end every single soul class I teach. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.